0: Oh, yes. The prodigal son has returned. Wow, that just makes me sound kind of conceited and asshole But when have I ever not been that, really? Um, yes. Finally, finally, finally. The return of Velvet Owl watches movies so you don't have to. Um, glad you guys stuck around and have come back. And if it's your first time listening, I'm glad you... Stop by and tuned in, and hopefully, this isn't too horrible. And you decide to come back again and again and again. Um, gonna change up scheduling wise. I'm gonna probably be more bi weekly, and I'm gonna try to stick to that. Um, could end up being three weeks, four weeks, who knows? But I- I'll try to stay fairly regular. Um, I'm also going to juggle with a new podcast that I'm starting up, if it hasn't already started by the time you listen to this. Uh, It's called Yes, I Am Staring at Your Boobs. And it's not just about boobs. It's about more. Uh, It's a podcast adaptation of my one-man stage show, Yes, I Am Staring at Your Boobs, where I will read several of my pieces I've written. So check that out if you can. But that is not here today. Today, we are back to watching crappy movies. And already, I think I'm regretting my decision to do this. Not really. So for our big return, Kindergarten Cop 2, which is one of those... I think it's straight to video. I'm assuming it must have been. But one of those years after sequels that kind of have nothing really to do with the first one other than probably having the same plot. Um so basically it's just a remake but they're calling it a sequel. I've noticed they do that. Um fuck what movie am I thinking of? Bullet Was it Bulletproof? Yeah, I think it's called Bulletproof. It had Damon Wayans and Adam Sandler. And like I noticed last year I think I saw the DVD in Walmart of Bulletproof 2, and reading the description on the back of the case, it was the exact same plot as Bulletproof, and it made me wonder, well, why did they make it a sequel instead of just doing it as a remake? And I don't know. That is very weird. So this is Kindergarten Cop 2, was made in 2016, according to the screen. So, yeah, that's what... That's like 16 years after the first one. So, God, this is gonna be awesome, actually. Because it's got Dolph Lundgren. Dolph fucking Lundgren. I love him. He is Swedish, but can play a Russian and an Italian. That is fucking range. Fucking range. So, but... You know, we all love the first Kindergarten Cop movie. At least I do. Although I've thought about it, and I haven't seen it in a long time, and maybe I should, but as I think about it, kind of a bizarre movie. Because it's kind of like marketed as it's a kid's film. Like, hey, here's Arnold Schwarzenegger, and a bunch of precarious, whatever, bunch of kids, and it is fun and amusing. Oh, by the way, half the film is just him killing people and having to take down an abusive dad and it's like wait what (laughs) like half the film is like so super fucking dark just juxtaposed against all these like amusement moments of i don't know schwarzenegger being a teacher so it's fantastic and of course everyone remembers it's not a tumor so does Dolph lundgren have a tumor does he have to deny that he has a tumor So, we will see. Will the question of the tumor come up? Also, will he ask, who is my daddy, and what does he do? You better have that scene, actually, Kindergarten Cop 2, with little girls saying, our mom says our dad is a real sex machine. Oh, my God. The more I think about it, they they really marketed Kindergarten Cop as a kid's movie. What the fuck? That is just, it is very... Let's hope for some similar fun. Kindergarten Cop 2. If I had been making this movie, I would have called it Kindergarten Cop 2. Kindergarten Copper. Oh, maybe that's why I never get my screenplays sold. So, we start off in a seedy motel. I got hot sauce wing all over my beard, and I just tasted it. And it mixed with... I had some hand sanitizer. And it's fucking disgusting. So let me tell you. Never mix hot sauce with hand sanitizer. I I think I'm just... It's giving me brain damage. That's why you should not mix those two. Anyhow, we start off in a seedy motel and this hot blonde, hot Russian blonde. I didn't notice she was Russian until later, but... She's packing up her underwear, and she's on the run, and she's very scared, and here comes Dolph Lundgren, who kind of looks like Casper Van Dien, and now I kind of want a film where Dolph Lundgren and Casper Van Dien are, like, brothers or father and son, whichever. The two of them need to be in a film together. That would be, like, pure, like, B-movie bliss for me. Make it happen, Hollywood! I know you're out there. Hollywood is listening to me. Um... I think he's dead now. The guy who played Hollywood in the Mannequin movies? I think he might be dead. That's very sad. So, you know, she's scared and Dolph is saying that he's going to protect her and that he deserves someone that, or she deserves someone that loves her, not punches her and beats her. Dolph is a good guy. And then suddenly, bursting into a room, some Russian mobsters, which I'm guessing is this girl's boyfriend. And He's smacks her around a little, and he threatens Dolph, and he's like, Got any last words? Okay, I'm not very good at the Russian accent, clearly. And Dolph is like, Pineapple. And they kind of go back and forth because the Russian is confused, like, Pineapple? Because, I mean, obviously you, me, and everyone else figured it out right away that Pineapple was code for the police to come and the police took their sweet time. Why, I don't know. I guess just for the humor factor to have Dolph and try to explain what pineapple means to the Russian guy. Like, oh, it's a delicious fruit. Which it is. And so, finally, the police barge in. Led by Bill Bellamy. Remember Bill Bellamy? You probably don't. And there's probably good reason for that. Actually, he wasn't that bad. But he was an MTV VJ. And I don't know. I always thought he was amusing. And I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. He just kind of disappeared. Um, I think he was in a couple other bad, like, straight-to-video sequels. Yeah, I don't know why his career never took off. Uh, Someone find out for me. Yeah, I could probably look it up myself, but I'm not going to. What has Bill Bellamy done since his MTV days? Apparently, Kindergarten Cop 2. The hot Russian blonde slaps Dolph, because... <laughs> oh, sorry. That was disgusting If you, if it managed to make the sound. I apologize. I apologize. So... The hot Russian blonde slaps Dolph Lundgren because she's mad because she had fallen in love with him and oh no he's an FBI undercover agent could their love have ever really been real and Dolph is sad because even though he doesn't want to admit it their love was real and now we get the opening credits which is shots of Dolph working out on his by his shack by the lake Um, because you know That's how it goes, you know? Um, Mel Gibson in the Lethal Weapon movies, and I'm sure other 80s action stars. You know, the main guy, the crazy cop, he lived in a shack by the river. Because then he can look out wistfully and think about his loves that Harry lost. And so he's working out. While this really, like, bland, generic 80s song is blaring... And I don't know if it's a song actually from the 80s or it's a modern song that sounds like it's from the 80s. Either way, it's a shit song. And now we're one year later. I don't know if the workout scenes are set one year later as well, but we see Dolph go into the police headquarters and it says one year later. So now I'm wondering, were those workout scenes from the previous year or... Then we hit one year later and he started working out. Or are we just meant to believe that he spent the entire year working out? I can believe that. I can buy that. And right away, we see some gorgeous gams. I love the word gams. That, needs, that is seriously like a compliment that needs to be brought back. Gorgeous gams. As, long, as well as the word dame. Dame, you got some gorgeous gams. Um but yeah we see some nice legs camera goes up a little and you got a nice ass like in a skirt and i really hope that this character is gonna be someone in this movie otherwise it's just kind of creepy isn't it just we got the shot of gams and some ass as she's walking by just because we could I'm guessing she's no one. So Dolph and Bill Bellamy are talking and about how Dolph hasn't been on a date because he's in love with the hot Russian chick. And he's like, no, I'm not. And he tries to get some Twix from the vending machine, but it gets stuck. This film is relatable because we've all been there, right? And it's always the fucking Twix. I don't know. It's something with the packaging maybe. But you go to the vending machine, and you try to get Twix, and... No, it gets stuck. And Dolph pulls out his gun, because he's going to shoot that machine. Which that machine well deserves it, but... His boss comes by and says, I know you ain't trying to shoot that machine, because only a crazy person would do that. A crazy person without a job. So Dolph puts away his piece. Now Dolph and Bill Bellamy are in the interrogation room... Because they've got this witness. Or, is he a witness? He's a perp. Yeah, I think that's what they're called. Man, my mind is off today. Because the fucking hot sauce, hand sanitizer combination that I accidentally ingested. It is going to fuck with me all day now. <laughs> but this guy is trying to sell some information to the Albanians. So I guess the Albanians are the bad guys in this one. And he was trying to sell them a list of the federal witness protection database, which uh is I could see that's information that like mobsters and stuff would like to get their hands on, but apparently they weren't willing to pay enough money to this guy and so but suddenly the power drops, it goes out something. Yeah, the power and the alarms go off. And oh no, it's a breach of security. They're on lockdown because some bad guys have broken into the building and they're probably after this guy because they want the databases. They just don't want to pay for it. So Dolph and Bill Bellamy get out their guns and they're just guns of firing, guns of Jimbo, akimbo, ablaze. It's something. I don't know. This movie is going to make me want, is going to try to, make me think that Bill Bellamy is some badass cop. Which is as bad as the Saw, the last Saw movie. Trying to convince me that Chris Rock is a badass cop. No. Just no. Luckily, Dolph Lundgren's there, and I completely be- believe him. He's so badass that it'll cover Bill Bellamy. And he uses... So there's the gunfire, lots of people shot, but this is a PG-13 movie so no one dies or even gets hit by bullets but Dolph pushes the vending machine on top of one of the bad guys and the glass breaks and Dolph finally gets his Twix and you know the movie could end right here and I would be happy that is a feel good happy ending Dolph Lundgren got his Twix or even if they Why didn't they save that for the end? That would have been a fucking great callback. Just at the end, the machine falls over, and he gets his Twix. And you think, because you have forgotten all about the Twix, and then you're like, oh, yeah, the Twix. This is a happy ending. This is the happiest ending I've ever seen for a film. Dolph Lundgren got his Twix. But no, there's still like an hour and a half left in this film, so... I am robbed of my happy ending. Because maybe in the end he will get another pack of Twix, but it won't be the same. It just, It won't. So this attack makes the hacker guy, the one who got the database, realize oh man, I'm in some deep shit now. I'm gonna take fucking plea bargain and work with the cops to keep safe. Um, who He's gonna obviously need something better than being put into federal witness protection since he's already proven that could be hacked. Just fuck himself there. But on the bright side, there's only one copy of the database that's been made, and it's on hard drive, that the hacker's brother has. And believe this or not, his brother works at a kindergarten school. Yeah, we see where this is going, film! Works at a kindergarten school... Dolph Lundgren's going to have to go undercover as a kindergarten teacher. He's going to be a kindergarten cop, too. T-O-O. Yeah, that didn't work as well as I wanted it to. Schwarzenegger was a kindergarten cop. Dolph Lundgren is a kindergarten cop, too. See? See, Hollywood, why aren't you hiring me to do something i am full of great ideas here so but apparently bill bellamy he's being dispatched to the school so i guess they're just going to look for the guy first so Dolph lundgren's going to check the guy's apartment and bill bellamy's going to check the school meanwhile the who i thought was an evil russian mobster but is just an albanian mobster i think i'm not sure i'm gonna Russian's easier for me to say, so I'm going to stick with him being a Russian mobster. And he's at his house. I'm guessing he must have, you know, put up bail because he's not in jail. And his lawyers are trying to tell him, like, oh, we got to take the plea bargain because the testimony from the hot Russian chick is going to completely sink you. And he's like, if she testifies, (laughs) because he's going to have her killed. Meanwhile, one of the lawyers is completely distracted because there's all these hot chicks in bikinis and I'm distracted, so I'm not really sure what's going on either. Uh, yeah, I I think they're trying to convince him to take the plea bargain and he's like, no. And then there's hot chicks in bikinis and the movie can end here and I'd be happy. So Dolph Longrand checks out the house and... Bill Bellamy checks out the guy's office at school. Apparently he's dead. The hacker's brother's dead. Which I guess, you know, would have been too easy if they just found the guy and said, like, hey, where's the flash drive? Oh, I got it right here. So, but apparently he died in some car crash, whatever. I'm still thinking about the chicks in bikinis. So, they need to know, like, okay, well, how are we going to find it? And so they're talking to the hacker guy in prison. He's like, "I don't know. The only thing my brother said is that the kids know. The kids know. You see where this is going. Dolph Lundgren's going to have to go undercover as the kindergarten teacher. Te- teacher, I need. I need to go back to kindergarten and learn how to speak. He. I'm. That's my guess. I'm guessing he's going to become the kindergarten teacher." And interview the students. And. Unfortunately with this plot. Since he's not looking for. Like the father. Of a particular student. There's really no reason for him to ask. What's his my daddy. And what does he do. Damn it. Would have loved. You know. I mean they still might work that in. I can only hope. And. The boss guy pees on himself. Yeah, I I, I don't even feel like explaining it. <laughs> it was really stupid. But I'll explain it anyways. <laughs> He's at the urinal, and he gets the calls from Dalf Lundgren and Bill Bellamy. Saying they couldn't find anything, and he ends up peeing on himself. Very important plot point, I'm sure. And that's why I'm bringing it up. But well, Dolph Lundgren's plan isn't to go undercover, at least not yet. It's to bring all the kindergartner kids, well, at least from this guy's class. It'd be kind of weird to bring the entire, especially since the entire school is one kindergarten. Did I mention that, like, it's a kindergarten school and it's super rich and apparently you have to pay, like, $50,000 a year for your child to attend? My God. My God. These parents are getting fucking ripped off from seeing how these kindergartners talk. They are stupid. They're fucking idiots. And of course, you know, it's not very useful. You just learn information like apparently the one kid's stepmom is a pole dancer. And the one kid, he whispers, My sister has a vagina. Okay. Kind of made me laugh. It's kind of like, you know, the one kid in the first kindergarten class. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. So, at least the kindergarten school is teaching kids that girls have vaginas. Uh, yeah, but then this one little girl is like, yeah, I saw a flash drive in the emergency kit. And like, oh, this act, this plan paid off. Yes, they're going to go. And they go and, oh, it's a flashlight, not a flash drive. mwah And since that didn't work, Dolph Lundgren's new plan is they got to go undercover. I knew it was going to come back to this. But, you know, it's a rich, rich, rich school, so they're not going to let, Some FBI agent just go undercover for some reason (laughs) Um, and so they can't send Bill Bellamy because they already know he's an FBI agent but you know who they don't know is an FBI agent Delph Lundgren yes Delph puts forward this plan like yeah I'm just going to pretend to be a kindergarten teacher and go into school undercover like wow I mean, at least in, like, the original, there was a plan, and it was Penelope Ann Miller was supposed to be the teacher, and she was sick, so it was, like, a last-minute improvisation of, hey, we're gonna put Arnold in. But I'm pretty sure, like, the school knew that they had an undercover cop. Like, did they? You know what? Now I'm not sure. But at least, like, it was a better plan, because it was the woman, so you could believe like, okay, yeah, she looks like a cop, not this fucking jacked up Austrian. It was a last minute improvise. so But they have no better idea, so the boss is like, fine, we're gonna go with this plan. Um, I don't know how they're gonna convince the school the school that's so uppity that they don't want FBI going undercover. How are they gonna, like, Vouch for Dolph Lundgren being a kindergarten teacher. In fact, now, seriously, this parents are really getting fucking ripped off by the school that charges $50,000 a year that isn't going to fully vet the fact that Dolph Lundgren is, they're going, yeah, I'm sure you're a kindergarten teacher. Come right in. So, the FBI manages to give him fake credentials very well, with all sorts of honors that the... I guess she's the principal. Uh, she the, would the principal be in charge of hiring? You know what? I don't know. I don't know how it works. But this lady is in charge of hiring, and I'm pretty sure she's the principal as well. So, I don't know. Maybe it works out that way. I, I don't know the school hierarchy when it comes to employment so she decides like yeah you're great you've got all these credentials and you're a hunk she doesn't say it with her mouth but she says it with her eyes yeah she totally wants to bang Dolph which can you blame her I would fucking bang Dolph Lundgren if I had the opportunity and I don't even like guys but You know, then the other kindergarten teacher stops by. So, the school must be more than just a kindergarten school. When they were explaining it earlier, they made it sound like the school only had kindergarten in it. But if there's only two kindergarten teachers, and it's a pretty big building, there's got to be more classes, more grades than just kindergarten. So she stops by, and apparently something, I don't know, one of the other... One of the girls is upset and something about a therapy pig and I don't know, but she locks eyes with Dolph and they're going to fall in love, which is going to get ruined because hot Russian chick, remember, she's still in it. She's going to be testifying and she has Dolph's heart and is Dolph's heart big enough to love both the hot Russian chick, the hot kindergarten teacher, teacher. why do I keep saying teaching her? So, but can Dolph's Delph, heart, hold enough love for the hot Russian chick, the hot kindergarten teacher? <laughs> I said it again. I'm gonna keep saying it, and the hot principal, and every other hot chick that's gonna walk by in this movie. I believe it can. I believe Dolph can love them all. And so, Bill Bellamy's trying to help him, give him advice because kindergarten te- kindergarten kids. Yeah, the little kids, they're gonna fucking eat Dolph alive, because that's what kids do. But Dolph's like, I got it! I can handle this. And he's off to his first day of school. Will he be able to handle it? Actually, the school isn't as big as I first thought. It's only one floor, so yeah, I guess it probably is just kindergarten. And, I don't know, I guess they're trying to make fun of, like, uh, progressives or something, because... All all the wacky, like, super sensitive, like, the holiday party is just the party, or holiday something, holiday break, or whatever. Uh, They had to get rid of the word holiday, because there's agnostics in the community, and apparently they don't celebrate holidays, which is bullshit they do. Because, come on. When are we going to admit, like, Christmas has become such a secular thing, people celebrate it. Except for Jewish people that I think, at this point, they just kind of, out of defiance, like, fuck you. It's still a Christian thing to us, so fuck you, we are not going to celebrate it. And everyone else who isn't religious is kind of like, we just don't have the energy to not celebrate it, really. So I think even agnostic people will celebrate some sort of holiday. So you don't have to change that. You don't have to get rid of the word holiday. No one's offended by it. But that's, you know, that's the humor they're going for, I guess. Like, God damn it, it worked on me. <laughs> they're trying to be like, oh, doesn't this anger you? Like, just how silly it is that they would want to get rid of the word holiday. God damn you, film. So, and then we see the shots of the kids coming class and they're all like badass and they got like a badass like rap song going behind them because I guess they're badasses and Dolph's in for his first day and there's this one kid who's eating his boogers because I guess that's funny and Dolph he just jumps right into it and he's asking kids if they know what the what a flash drive is and if they've seen one (sighs) no subtlety (laughs) he doesn't ease his way in and try to you know win over the trust of the kids he just might as well just come out and say like look kids I'm only here because I'm looking for this fucking flash drive have you seen it man the kids because their kids have just kind of ignored him and they're talking about their guinea pig and I will say this film's kind of racist because there's a little Asian kid and every time he talks there's subtitles And he does not have a very thick accent. You can hear him and you can tell what the fuck he's saying. So why are you giving him subtitles? Do better film. Dolph, you should have like put your foot down and said, I'm willing to do a lot of stupid shit with this film. But I, I draw the line at giving subtitles to the Asian kid that speaks almost perfect English. And Dolph keeps trying, but these kids, they don't want to talk about flash drive. Because it's story time! So, Dolph reads them a book about the rainbow bird who gives his feathers away to all the other birds that don't have colorful feathers. And then he has no feathers left, and I was going to start crying, and I thought Dolph was going to start crying. But no, Dolph is pissed off at this book actually because it's a bunch of liberal bs actual quote this book is liberal bs because if you have colorful feathers or have talent or are better than other people never apologize for being better than someone else because they're a loser and you know what i think that's that's some good advice there never apologize because the other person's a loser I, I want Dolph to be my kindergarten teacher now. I I grew up with the liberal BS of thinking I should give my colorful feathers to other birds. The kids don't like his uh, interpretation of the book. But, you know, screw them! Those fucking kindergarten... Kid- kinder, You know, this may be the last episode ever of Velvet Out Watches Movie, so you don't have to, because I fucking ate wing sauce combined with hand sanitizer. That was the dumbest thing ever. But I didn't do it intentionally. And let's be clear, it's not like I've ever sounded any more intelligent, really, in any of the other episodes. So, at least... I just think this week I have an excuse, so I'm running with it. Fucking hand sanitizer wing sauce. It's recess now, and all the kids go to play or whatever. I don't know. They seem to have no supervision. So I don't know if the principal or the other teachers watching over them, because Dolph is off snooping through the computer lab, and he finds a bunch of... um. Hey, where's my mind? bunch of flash drives? And he steals them all because, of course, he does. But it's official police business. I'm sure he'll return them once he looks through them and sees that they have no information worth anything. And he also finds a taser in one of the drawers. I don't know whose taser it is. I hope we will find out. You know, this is like Chekhov's taser. If that taser does not come into use later in this film, I will be highly pissed off. Like, highly. Doubly highly pissed off. Someone, someone better get tasered. And then, a creepy, nerdy... Well, more nerdy than creepy. Kind of sad. Little IT guy. He's balding and has glasses and actually kind of looks like me if I were to shave. What the hell, Kindergarten Cop 2? What are you trying to say to me? Why did you get someone who looks like me to be the lonely, nerdy IT guy? So he just really wants to be best friends with Dolph Lundgren and keeps trying to get Dolph's number and all that and won't let Dolph go until Dolph agrees to, you know, hang out sometime in the future. Which... Okay, I'm going to call this. Uh, Here's my prediction. Nerdy IT guy is going to use the taser on the bad guy, the evil Russian Albanian, whoever he is, and save Dolph Lundgren's life, and Dolph is going to hang out with him, and they're going to get some brewskis. Uh, That's my prediction. (laughs) We will see if my prediction comes right. And now we cut to lunchtime. So I guess we're skipping over more class time, uh, which is a shame. I thought that would probably be where the entire humor of the film is going to be, and Dolph Lundgren trying to teach little children anything. So it's lunchtime, and it's Meatless Monday, because, you know, they're all hip and liberal and progressive, and yeah, let's make fun of liberals some more with their fucking... You don't fuck people with Meatless Monday. Eat meat. It'll help strengthen you. And one day you too will be like Dolph Lundgren. And one of the kids tells Dolph, like, oh, don't eat bread. It's got gluten. It could kill you. It's like, yeah, gluten's not going to fucking kill Dolph Lundgren. Nothing can kill Dolph Lundgren. He was a universal soldier for Christ's sake. I don't know if he died in that or not. I'd never actually seen Universal Soldier. That might be something to put on a future watch list for this podcast. One of the Universal Soldier films. But So, um, this little girl has some tofu that she wants him to heat up. And he's going to heat it up in the plastic. And everyone's like, no, you can't microwave plastic. So he's like, oh, whatever. I'll just... I'm surprised he didn't just pull, like, a macho Dolph Lundgren thing here and be like, fuck your tofu. And not literally, not actually fuck the tofu. This is a kid's film, after all. But he, like, tosses the tofu for, like, five minutes, which, you know, you can guess it's gonna explode because you can't microwave tofu for five minutes. Even I know that. Actually, I don't, but I, I don't microwave anything for five minutes. Even stuff that needs to be microwaved for five minutes, like spaghetti and shit like that, I, I'll do like two and a half minutes and then like, fuck it. I don't care that it's cold. I don't feel like waiting even longer. This is a fucking microwave. The whole point of a microwave is that it's supposed to cook quickly. So back to like with the sandwich, then the kid saying he's going to die because of the gluten, apparently this kid's name is Cowboy. Like what the fuck? I get, I get it, film. Those crazy liberals and their crazy things like naming their kids crazy things. But their kid, no fucking liberal is calling their kid cowboy. That is some conservative Republican Texas bullshit right there. Anyone's going to name their kids cowboy. It is a fucking like 10-gallon hat Texas pistol whipping guy. Right there. I could see Dolph fucking naming his kid cowboy. But Dolph turns out is eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Peanut. Ooh. And cowboy goes crazy and I don't know, the kids they hear the yelling and they all start running like oh no. Cause as you might guess, cowboy's allergic to peanuts. Which, man, I don't think I could survive in, like, current day, like, school where you actually have to worry about people who have peanut allergies. Back in my day, someone had a peanut allergy. They gotta take their chances. You fucking die from school lunch? Eh. You know, just one less person. We believed in survival of the fittest. If you did not eat your... If you could not stand peanut butter, you were a goner. You know, I don't know if I knew anyone in school who had a peanut allergy. Sucks for them. So they let us eat all the peanuts we wanted. All the peanuts. Life was grand back then. And the hot principal comes by to... I don't know, I'm calling her hot. You, if you watch the film, you might disagree. She's not conventionally hot. They're not portraying her as the hot principal. I think she's hot. Could be just cuz she's a principal. I have a thing f- I have a principal fetish. Don't ask me why. It's just the way I was born. No kink shaming. But a hot principal comes and she calms everyone down and yells at Dolph cuz you can't have nuts. It's a nut-free zone. Now we go back to the Russians hideout house mansion thing and there's some other people and they talk about something and he's like making fish where he's just stuffing like an actual fish he hasn't bothered to fillet it or anything he just kind of slit the belly and the fish head and you know what? I'm not really sure what's going on all he knows there there's a fish and there's hot chicks in bikinis and some people talking so guess which of the three I put my focus on yeah so back at school and it's snack time because i guess we're just gonna you know skip all the parts where he's trying to teach them which i would think is the best part of his day the funniest part of his day i want more scenes of him te- trying to teach kids i don't even know what you teach kids in kindergarten anyhow but have them paint or something so it's snack time and he's brought some treats for them, chocolate chip cookies which with you know processed chocolate and processed sugar, not the good natural vegan type cookies that all the kids are used to and since they're not used to this much processed sugar, oh boy, they become all hyper and run around and throw things all around and one of the kids pees on into a bucket. And then this other girl, she wants to pee, but she wants Dolph to take her to the bathroom. But he can't do that because, you know, he's a guy and she's a two-year-old girl. or Five-year-old girl. I don't know how old she is. Point is, Dolph Lundgren, little girl, should not be in the bathroom together. But she pees on him because she can't hold it. And he goes running over to the hot teacher who's got the other class. And, unlike Hot Principal, I think they really want us to believe she's a hot teacher. And, I believe, I am willing to believe that she is a hot teacher. Got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. I'm hot for teacher. Oh yeah. So, she comes over to help Dolph, and she manages to calm down the kids using meditation And he's amazed, like, whoa. She's like, you know, kids get out of hand, but you can always bring them back down. So Dolph and the Hot Teacher, they share a moment talking about, you know, kids and how terrible they are. And I could see it in her eyes. She wants to fuck him. And I can't blame her. It's Dolph Lundgren. If you get a chance, you fuck him. I didn't make the rules. It's just nature talking to us. And I gotta say, Hot Teacher has some nice gams. Um, This film is full of people with nice gams. Hell, I bet Dolph Lundgren has some good gams himself. So, but he's gonna... He's gonna try to work things, and he might fall in love, but I think right now his... Focus is on trying to pry information out of her. So he goes home to his little shack trailer by the beach, and Bill Bellamy is there and barbecuing for him. And he's Bill Bellamy is trying to offer advice on how to deal with kids because Bill has like seventeen kids himself. I forget how many they said. It's it's somewhere between four and six. (laughs) I forgot. I just know it's in that range. Could be 17. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not about to go check it up. How many kids does Bill Bellamy's character in Kindergarten Cop 2 have? But Dolph Lundgren is just not willing to listen to his advice. See, he doesn't care. He knows how to deal with it because he's using, like, military strategy, and he knows his enemy, which, if that's the case... Then take Bill Bellamy's advice, because he knows how the enemy thinks. Dolph, you're just... Stop being a stubborn ass and let your friends help you. Bill's not happy. He feels offended by Dolph. It's the next day, and Dolph has stopped for jelly donuts or something. And he's walking towards his car when some thugs, some of the Russian thugs, come up to him. And I can—they're fucking like ballsy to just—they come up and they're like, and I swear, like he, they actually say, like, "We need the hard drive because that girl cannot testify against our boss." Like, I mean, not even sugarcoating or pretending. Like, yeah, we're going up to a fucking cop telling them the plan, telling them we need... This is broad daylight, and he says, if we don't get what we need, I will shoot you here. Which is really, again, ballsy. Maybe, Maybe Russian thugs really are like that in real life, I don't know. But pretty ballsy. The only problem is they threatened Dolph fucking Lundgren, who just goes on and kicks their ass. And shoves a jelly donut in their face, and fantastic! The fight scene lasts two—just it's too short. I want more of Dolph Lundgren beating people up by hitting a jelly donut in their face. So Dolph decides to show the kids that he's going to be serious, and they're going to need to start listening to him. So he pulls out an air horn and just blares it. And, of course, it makes all the kids cry. (laughs) Because it hurts their sensitive, delicate ears. You know? Because these kids have not been raised tough. You know? Just want to be coddled and don't want to listen to air horns. So, of course, this gets them in trouble with the principal. And she tells them, you know, that this is strike one. Because there is a three-strike rule. And if he had two more strikes, he's getting fired. Not sure why he/she didn't just vet him better beforehand. I understand she probably just had to rush to get a new teacher, whatsoever. But seriously, you get a teacher, look, kindergarten teacher, coming looking like Dolph Lundgren. You're not gonna stop and say, "Hmm, let me just double, double check his credentials." But she makes sure to let him know that she's only mad at the action and not at the man, because she still wants to fuck Dolph Lundgren. So Dolph swallows his pride, and he goes back to his partner and begs for help. And Bill Bellamy, stand-up guy that he is, he decides he's going to help Dolph, and they do some secret surveillance stuff. Um, He's got, like, a hidden camera on his lapel or something. Or his tie, his tie thing, the tie lapel, you know what I'm saying, right? The tie clip. I don't know. I don't wear ties, so I don't know, like the specifics of ties. And also, Bill Bellamy hack- hacked into the security cameras, and he's got like the little hidden earpiece to earpiece to tell Dolph what to do, and it works. You know, he learned Dolph learns like you don't say Indian style. Kids sit crisscross applesauce. Which is good, because, you know, people from India don't actually sit that way. What was wrong with Native American style? Yeah, that probably... <laughs> that's also racist. That's That would be problematic. Anyhow, the one thing I am, like, very, like, just odd on was... So apparently timeouts aren't a thing anymore. But that's not what, like, boggles my mind, because, yeah, I can see like, timeout not being a thing, because I guess you're supposed to work out your feelings or whatever. But Dolph doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that would have gone for timeouts in the first place. Like, he seems like one of those assholes back in the 80s who'd be like, you're spoiling the kids with timeout. No, you fucking smack the shit out of them. So, I mean, I guess that's progressive on Dolph's part that he's at least not wanting to smack the shit out of kids who are misbehaving he was willing to go through the timeout. Baby steps here. Baby steps with Dolph. So Dolph swallows his pride and he goes back to his partner and begs for help. And Bill Bellamy, stand-up guy that he is, he decides he's going to help Dolph and they do some secret surveillance stuff. Um, He's got like a hidden camera on his lapel or something. Or his tie. His tie thing. The tie lapel. You know what I'm saying, right? The tie clip, I don't know. I don't wear ties, so I don't know, like, the specifics of ties. And also, Bill Bellamy hack- hacked into the security cameras, and he's got, like, the little hidden earpiece to earpiece to tell Dolph what to do. And it works. You know, he learned, Dolph learns, like, you don't say Indian style. Kids sit crisscross applesauce. Which is good, because, you know, people from India don't actually sit that way. What was wrong with Native American style? Yeah, that probably... <laughs> that's also racist. That's That would be problematic. Anyhow, the one thing I am, like, very, like, just odd on was... So, apparently, timeouts aren't a thing anymore. But that's not what, like, boggles my mind, because, yeah, I can see like timeout not being a thing because i guess you're supposed to work out your feelings or whatever but Dolph doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that would have gone for timeouts in the first place like he seems like one of those assholes back in the 80s who'd be like you're spoiling the kids with timeout no you fucking smack the shit out of them so i mean i guess that's progressive on Dolph's part that he's at least not wanting to smack the shit out of kids who are misbehaving he was willing to go through the timeout baby steps here baby steps with Dolph and now it's time for organized games or at least we get to the end of the organized games and the kids are all sad and I don't know who's like watching over this because Dolph shows up at the end of organized games and wondering why the kids are all sad so apparently he wasn't watching them and so they're all sad because they lost capture the flag. And Dolph tries to be like, "There, there. It's okay. You'll get him next time. And their kids are like, we always lose. The other kids are bigger. And Dolph tells them, you know, bigger isn't always better. Which is his subtle way, I believe, of saying, okay, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is bigger than me. But I am the fucking better kindergarten copper. That, that's my take. I'm reading between the lines here. So, using some action figures borrowed from the nerdy IT guy, Dolph explains to them the story of the Trojan horse and how sometimes to defeat your enemy you need to be smarter and trickier and all the kids are excited and they go, yay! And the hot kindergarten teacher walks by, she looks at what's going on, she smiles, and one of the kids goes, ooh la la. So, even the fucking kids can feel the palpito sexual tension going on between the kindergarten teacher and Dolph Lundgren. So, even kids can see it. So, Dolph's now walking the kids to music class, and on the way, you know, he starts talking about the flash drive again, because, let's be subtle about it, right? And one of the kids says, Oh, the other teacher, she has a lot of flash drives, because... Our old teacher, he would always go to her office to get a flash drive. So Dolph thinks, well, you know, it's a long shot. I'll try. And as he's going over to her office to sneak in, the therapy pig shows up. And it's a big fucking pig. Well, actually, I guess it's probably an average sized pig. Pigs tend to be pretty big. <laughs> so it's not huge pig. But it's a decently sized pig. And the pig keeps following him. And Dolph keeps saying, go away, pig. Go away. I don't need therapy. Then we cut over to the hacker's mom. And she's working in a garden. And one of the Russian henchmen, pretending to be an FBI guy, like, asked to talk to her. And, you know, she's a little suspicious because he's got this thick fucking Russian accent. Like you're Russian. There's no fucking way you're FBI. He's like, oh, international division. And she's like, okay, whatever. So she's talking, and it turns out that the hacker isn't actually the smart one in the family, but the dead brother, he was the smart one who knew all about computers and the so-called hacker, he was just a con man. So I guess he himself was not the one that hacked in and got the FBI database. The dead brother is. So the Russian guy asks, like, does he have any co-workers? And I'm gonna assume we don't see it, but I'm gonna assume that you know she tells him about how he worked at the school. The Russian's gonna come to the school. That's that's my prediction. Meanwhile, back at the school, Dolph is going through uh, the hot teacher stuff, and she's just got tons and tons of flash drives. He's like, oh, no, what am I going to do? And then someone's sneaking up on him, and they missed the perfect opportunity for a joke. Because remember, he kept saying, go away, pig, when he thought the pig was showing up. And now it's the hot kindergarten teacher, and he just says, go away. Screenwriters, how did you not go for the... Him saying, go away, pig, again, and then the teacher would be like, excuse me? He's like, oh, no, 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 you're not a pig. Um... Missed opportunity there, screenwriter guy. Or maybe they just thought it was too offensive. Like, oh, you know, we can't call her a pig. Because she's not a pig. She's fucking hot. And, yeah, but in the surface of comedy, guys! Come on! So she's asking what he's doing in her office. And being quick-witted, he decides, I'm going to ask her out on a date. Because, well... He wants to go on a date with her anyhow, so it seems like a good cover, and gets him the date, and she agrees, but nerdy IT guy sees this, and he gets all upset, because apparently he called dibs, because he had asked hot kindergarten teacher out before, and she said, she gave the old, uh, well, I'm not dating excuse, which, you know, she was. She would be dating, just not you, nerdy IT guy. Can't you see that? Don't you realize, like, she's like way out of your league? So of course she's gonna say no to you and jump into Dolph Lundgren's penis. Jump onto it. I mean, It'd be kind of weird if you jumped into someone's penis. Hmm. Now my mind's racing on that thought. Jumping into Dolph Lundgren's penis. This is, uh, this might be a future song I write. Jumping into Dolph Lundgren's penis. Now it's the end of the day, and the parents are picking up the kids. But the dad of one of the girls apparently he's drunk and he's kind of rough handling his daughter. And Dolph doesn't like it, but you know, there's nothing he can do yet. Emphasis on yet because I'm sure it's coming. We will see him by the end of the film. Dad's going to learn. Don't be so rough with your daughter. That's my guess here. And so, but then the Russian guy, he's watching. He recognizes Dolph. He knows Dolph's an FBI agent. He's suspicious. Something's going to happen. And then um, Bill Bellamy tells Dolph, you know. Be good on the date, and don't fuck her. Because that's the important part. You just don't fuck her, because she's a nice girl. Don't fuck her. You're on a mission. Don't fuck her. That's the number one rule of being undercover. So you don't fuck the girl. Because remember, he was in love with the Russian chick at the beginning of the film. And that seriously has fucked him up. And now he's going to fall in love with this girl. And remember, the Russian chick is still out there. And she's going to come back to testify. So things are going to get kind of awkward. Or they might get sexy. And he might get hot kindergarten teacher and hot Russian chick together and bring in hot principal. Oh, yeah. I like where this is going. This isn't where the film is going. This is where the film in my mind is going. And so the romantic date consists... Sorry, my little kitten came by and he's being really cute and he wants to get petted, so... I'm gonna take a second to pet him. So, the romantic date is having dinner in his trailer by the beach. Yeah, because that's the way. Just go straight to bringing him to... To your place. And she says you know, she's surprised that he would want a date because most guys just want to have drinks and then go fuck. Or oh, have sex. Because this is a kid's film, so she's not going to say fuck. What's well, it's PG-13 so it's not really a kid's film, but so you know, she's surprised by that. Like, she thinks most guys just want fuck so she doesn't think it's weird that for a date, he brought her to her to his house. <laughs> like, doesn't that just scream? Hey, I plan on fucking you. So we're cutting the middleman. I'm not even taking you anywhere. We're going to my house, and I'm gonna fuck you. That is what it screams from to me. And meanwhile, two of the Russian like henchmen are spying through binoc- binoculars, and they start having an argument over whether or not she's hot. And the one guy thinks, you know, she's too skinny, which means that she doesn't cook. And, you know, I think that's a fair, like, valid argument. Like, that does take down hotness a little bit if the woman's not willing to cook. Like, well, I don't know if it necessarily takes the hotness down, hotness level down, as much as a woman cooking brings her hotness level up. I know you might be thinking, wow, that is just really fucking shallow, Velvet Al. I didn't make the rules. I am just conveying the rules to you as I learned them myself. In school, I studied this. Where was I going with... So, you know, Dolphin, the hot kindergarten teacher, they're doing their thing. They're talking and being all lovey-dovey and Delph takes out a... What does he take out? (laughs) Sorry. Remember, I fucking ate hot sauce combined with hand sanitizer. My brain is not 100%. And my brain is never at 100% to begin with. So right now I'm operating at about 15% brain capacity. So Dolphin, the hot kindergarten teacher, they're talking, and he takes out Twix Bar and makes it all, like, sexual and romantic, feeding her a Twix Bar. And she asks, you know, how do you stay in such great shape when you eat all this sugar? And he says, you want to know how I stay in great shape? And you think, oh, boy, they're going to fuck. No, they're going to go to the country bar and line dance. So apparently that's the Dolph Lundgren guide to staying in shape, which I'm going to call bullshit. You know, this movie's already asked me to believe much too much. Like, it's really stretched credibility throughout this film, but this is the line. This is the line I crossed. No, Dolph Lundgren does not line dance. I don't buy it. I don't buy him as a country western fan. Sorry, can't do it. He's he's, a classic rock all the way... At worst, soft rock. You know, maybe he listens to like the Eagles while he works out. But no, I, I, I think he's a fog hat guy. He slaps on some fog hat on the vinyl and does some reps. That is the Delph Lundgren I choose to believe in. And there's the country western band is singing a song about constructive criticism. It's just bizarre. Um, I mean, I think it's a good. Subjects that bands should acknowledge more, but it's still weird, oh no, the evil Russian mobster dude is there at the bar, um well, Albanian, but I just I don't like saying Albanian. it's a hard word, so again, Russian, you know what I mean, Wow, you know now that I think about it, it's kind of fucking racist, isn't it of me to be like. He's Albanian. Fuck it. We're going to say Russian. So, yeah, I should go back to... He's the Albanian mobster boss guy. And, you know, he's trying to mack it on the hot teacher to get information, like, where she works. But Dolph sees this is like, oh, no. You stay away from him. And she's like, why? Do you know who that is? That's the Albanian head of crime syndicate, or head of Albanian crime syndicate. He's a very bad guy. <laughs> and, of course, Hot Teacher's like, well, how do you know who he is? They're like, uh-oh, um, uh, haba, 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 haba. Uh, I saw his paper, <laughs> I saw his photo in a newspaper. So, yeah. Which, which I guess, you know, Dolph Lundgren, like, you mu- at looking at him, you think, okay, this guy doesn't read, but he's a kindergarten teacher, so he must read and she thinks it's kind of hot that he was trying to protect her and she kisses him and she's ready to bone him like right there and then if possible but Dolph cares about her so he's not going to fuck her because he's going to be gentlemanly and take her home not going to fuck her even though he was all ready to fuck her because remember the date was at his house but seeing her in trouble at a cowboy bar, and not even really in trouble, but he saw her there, almost taken by the Albanian crime syndicate boss, and he realized his feelings. So the next day, uh Dolph and Bill Bellamy's boss is yelling at them because they've made like no progress whatsoever in the case, and you know, the Albanian mobster guy is just getting closer and closer. Like, they gotta find that flash drive. And also, he wants to know if Dolph banged the hot teacher. Which Dolph doesn't answer, because, you know, he's a gentleman, plus he didn't. And he probably would feel like he's disappointing his boss that he didn't bang the hot teacher. Which, Dolph, you've disappointed us all. If you don't bang her by the end of the film, you will have let down a nation. So then Dolph gets to school, and uh uh-oh. He's getting set up by the nerdy IT guy, who's claiming, "Oh, I found this taser in Dolph's briefcase." You know, you can't have weapons in school. And the hot principal, she's asking, like, "Do you know what this is?" He's like, "Yeah, it's a so and so 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 something taser gun." Like he knows the exact model and everything. And she's like, "So this is yours?" And He's like, "No, oh, of course not. It's his. I don't need a taser to protect myself." That story checks out. Look at Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, that motherfucker doesn't need a taser. He'll fucking kick your ass. So, so you know, of course she believes him, because, you know, again, Dolph Lundgren does not need a taser. Nerdy IT guy. Yeah, you can see he definitely needs a taser. And, unfortunately, hot principal. She doesn't really know, like, safety protocols. And she accidentally... Sets it off, and nerdy IT guy gets tased in the balls. Because it isn't a kids movie unless someone gets hit in the balls. Or tased in the balls. Oh boy. (laughs) It's fantastic. Thing goes on for way too long, but it's still kind of funny. Because she doesn't know how to stop it, and Dolph is kind of taking his time because, you know, he's like, yeah, you could go get your balls tased for trying to set me up like that. Bill Bellamy is doing some surveillance on the Albanian Russian guy and taking photos, and there's a bunch of, like, hot bikini chicks. Chicks in bikinis, they're still there. And he takes photos of them. I don't know what he's gonna do with them later, but he took those photos. I imagine um, this part will pay off later. Like, it was just a weird kind of, like, 30-second... I guess just to let you know, like, oh, yeah, Bill Bellamy's doing some work on this case as well. Now, it's time for the big capture-the-flag game. And it's between the two kindergarten classes, Delph's class versus Hot Teacher's class. And all the kids have their game faces on. And I can't tell what the fuck's going on. I don't even know which kids are in which class. So there's a lot of running around and yelling and... Dolph's team wins. So, yeah, that's what we need to know. And then Bill Bellamy tosses some intel to Dolph about little Girl's abusive dad, who's been drinking during the day a lot because he lost his job. I'm glad we're getting some good intel work from the FBI here. And so Dolph goes to confront little Girl's dad and he tells her, tells him, I can help you get a job. I'll use my connections. Which I did not see that direction. I thought Dolph was just going to kick his ass. and, Or at least, like, rough him up a little bit. Like, you gotta be better, man. Can't be hitting your family. He's like, I'm going to help you out. Class act there, Dolph. Class act. And now it's some sort of school charity thing, I think. Where they're auctioning off a date with Dolph Lundgren. Um, Which, I don't know. There was absolutely no setup leading to that this was something that was going to happen. Like, just out of nowhere, I just... Yeah, I'm just confused. I wish there was some setup leading to this, but... You know, and I mean, is Dolph the only one being auctioned off? Because we see Nerdy IT Guy, and he's very upset so I'm guessing that maybe he went first and no one bid on him because he's a fucking nerdy IT guy and there's just a fucking bidding war for Delph and Hot Teacher wins with a bet of or a bid of $2,000 and nerdy IT guy is like just really pissed and, but dude, what did you think? It's Dolph fucking Lundgren. I'm surprised he got uh, taken away for only 2000 I... You know, aren't these, like, rich parents? Fucking pony up. It's Dolph Lundgren. He should have at least gotten five Gs. Now, Dolph has decided that he's going to break the... New- it's the next day, right? Did I mention it's the next day? <laughs> Dude, just cut me some slack. Remember weird wink sauce hand sanitizer combination i accidentally ingested you're lucky you're getting this much out of me so it's the next day and Dolph has to or he's decided to break the news to the kids their teacher dead he's not coming back real teachable moment. It's like when Big Bird learned that Mr. Hooper was never coming back. And Why did I bring that up? I'm gonna cry. No, I legit do cry about that. That is just very fucking sad. This scene, however, not that sad. And they read a poem about the hamster. And all the kids feel better. And now they're off to go to a field trip to the sculpture garden. And Nerdy IT guy is going to be in charge of them. Probably not a good idea. Dolph should be with them. Because he can protect them. But no, he's staying back. Because he's going to continue on his mission of trying to find a flash drive. However, Bill Bellamy, who's been doing surveillance, he's been made. And one of the Albanian henchmen, knock him out and steal the surveillance van. And let him go. I... Not a very good henchman, I gotta say. Because he let Bill Bellamy go. No, you fucking tie him up. Like, oh yeah, just let him go so that he can go tell the FBI guys that you fucking took the surveillance van and that way they know to look for you. Whereas before they could have just been like, oh we just haven't heard back from Bill Bellamy yet. You could have had the fucking edge. You just can't hire good henchmen these days. So, because the henchmen fucked up like that, Bill Bellamy can call Dolph and let him know what's going on, and it could be danger, because they probably now know about the kids, and that the kids are the key to finding the flash drive. Oh, no. Well, hopefully they don't know that the kids are on a field trip, so Dolph is going to get the school prepared, and he tells the principal, you gotta lock the school down, see... I'm really an FBI agent! Do-do-do! And she's like, What? You betrayed my trust! Strike two! So I guess that hasn't, like, registered in her head that he's not really a kindergarten teacher, so he's not gonna really care if you fire him. (laughs) Like, or maybe he will. Maybe at the end of the day, he'll decide that he'd rather be a kindergarten teacher. Because... I mean, isn't that what Arnold did in the first one? He decided at the end that he needs to stay a teacher and help the kids. Now, the kids are at the sculpture garden and looking at all the sculptures. And I thought there was a sculpture of, like, two animals fucking. But I don't think it was. Because really, like, why would they put that in a kid's garden? Although I'll say at the Buffalo Zoo... There is a statue of, like, a cougar eating another animal or something. I can't remember. I haven't been there in a while. But, yeah, there is a fucking statue of one of the animals eating another animal. And it is just fucking insane. Because you look at that and, like, wait. They actually, like, someone carved this. And they thought, yeah, let's put this up. This will be good for the kids. Because they won't be traumatized enough by our shitty little elephant house where the elephants are dying well they're not dying but yeah it's not a very good house for the elephants I I think they've gotten like citations and shit and they got the elephants taken away for having like such a terrible like elephant house well, that's neither here nor there Bill Bellamy has made it to the school and he's going over the plans with Dolph of what they're going to do but Hot Teacher she's Hasn't left yet because she's trying to get the hamster, gerbil, guinea pig. I forget already what it is. Some sort of little furry creature. And the na- the little guinea pig's name is like Mijaz or something. And Bill Bellamy's like, wait, I've heard that name before. It's the one guy's brother's nickname for something. It must be the guinea pig. So... Let's solve this, because he's a genius computer hacker, so there must have been some trick. And so they figure out that this poem about the guinea pig that the kids love is a sort of puzzle, and there's the clue, and yeah, they somehow solve it, and it's time capsule. The flash drive is hidden in the time capsule that the kids are going to bury at the sculpture garden. Oh, did I forget to mention that the kids are at the sculpture garden to bury a time capsule? Yeah, I didn't fucking know either! Granted, I probably didn't pay very good attention. It was during one of those parts probably where I'm just like, what? I This movie's stupid. And so it probably got snuck in at that point. But unfortunately, as they yell out the answer, Time capsule! Albanian crime boss guy and his henchmen are there with guns. Like, oh, thank you for solving it for us. Now, we're gonna take you and your hot teacher girlfriend and we're gonna kill the black guy because, you know, we're Albanians, we're fucking racist too. But, Bill Bellamy, don't take it personal. It's not because you're black, it's because you're not Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> you're not as important to the story. And of course, the hot teacher is kind of upset because, you know, does Dolph really have feelings for her? Or was it all an act as part of this FBI ploy? And what's going on? What's going on? And I said, hey, 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 hey. You know, this would have been a perfect time in the film to play that song. Because no one actually said what's going on. I'm just ad-libbing here. But I think that song should just be randomly thrown into films. Luckily for Bill Bellamy, before he can be killed, because, you know, instead of, like, just shooting him there, the um, henchman decides, like, let's walk Bill Bellamy to uh, another place that I guess probably the cameras won't see him or something. Maybe that's the idea. But no, because to his rescue is the hot principal, and she just smacks the... Guy out with a bat. Go you. That just made you fucking hotter in my book. So over at the Sculpture Garden, the Albanian crime boss has led uh, Hot Teacher and Dolph there, and they asked for the capsule, you know, with guns. And they tell the children to go leave while they deal with Russian or Albanian crime syndicate guy Dolph tells, tells him, be brave. Like Ulysses. Ulysses? Ulysses? Whichever guy was behind the Trojan horse. Because, uh. Foreshadowing! And they go through the time capsule. The Russian. I keep calling them Russian. They're Albanian. I wish they were Russian. R- Russian would just. So Russian's a just better word than Albanian. Yeah, I said it. And that has nothing to do with racism, because I'm not saying Russian people are better than Albanians. I'm just saying the word Russia is just easier to pronounce than Albania. This is, this is where I'm going with this. So they go through the time capsule, and there is a flash drive there, and they check it into the laptop, and indeed, it is the database of the Federal Witness Protection program. Doo, doo, doo. They got it. So, of course, you know, have to kill the witnesses. So they lead off the trio of Dolph, Hot Teacher, and Nerdy IT guy over by one of the fish sculptures. And they think it's appropriate place for them to die because then they will sleep with the fishes! Ha ha ha! Ha ha! Albanian guy, you gotta work on your material. It just... That was kind of weak. But Dolph says, can I have one last request? Can I eat a Twix bar? Which he happens to have in his pocket. Did Twix pay for, like, fucking promotional in this? Like, like how Reese's Pieces was, like, all in E.T. and McDonald's was Mac and Me. You know, I just fucking got that, too. Mac! McDonald's! I God, every single piece of that film was propaganda. So, Dolph is eating his Twix. And he takes a bite. Which, I guess, must have been code or something. Because then, from the fish, out pop all the little kids who are hiding in the fish like a Trojan horse. With sticks. That they used to beat up the Albanian crime guy. Which... Hey, lucky for them that Albanian crime guy decided to kill Dolph and his friends by the fish that the kids were hiding, like a Trojan horse. But no, what the fuck? Like, wow, that is, like, just lucky. Like, what if the kids decided to go hide in, like, the sculpture of a duck? I don't know if there's a sculpture of, of, of a duck, but what if they chose there? Then B, I, how did they even come up with this plan of, like, let's all have sticks and hide here, and we'll save our teacher? And amazingly, they attack, and none of neither the Albanian crime guy or his henchmen think, let's just fucking shoot all these kids. Because at this point, why not? you're oh i guess maybe they're not that evil so they're not going to hurt the kids and the kids just wail on them with sticks and the henchmen are down while the crime boss he runs off with the flash drive so dolph goes chasing after the albanian guy and they mentioned that this sculpture garden is like in the middle of a forest Because the school is near a forest. And sure, why not? Let's just let them run off in the forest where there could be ticks carrying Lyme disease. So, Dolph goes chasing after them. And they end up in the river. Because, yeah, why not at this point? Or maybe it's a lake. Maybe it's a a body of water or something. And after a quick fight where Dolph easily dispatches of them, Dolph says... Class is dismissed. And Bill Bellamy, who's just shown up on the scene, says, Really? That's the best you could think of? And Dolph's like, Sounded better in my head. Which at least Dolph can admit it, that, you know, eh, yeah, kind of failed on the uh, one-liner. But, you know, he tried. The effort was there, and that's what matters. And the FBI has shown up and taken the bad guys away, and all the parents have shown up. To take their kids home and they're all relieved and happy to see them. And I'm guessing some complaints are going to be filed in the morning. I would. Like, what kind of fucking shitty school are... I'm paying 50 grand a year for this school and... You put them in danger from Albanian mobsters? Then, after a lot of contemplation... how Teacher decides... Yeah, she still wants to bone Dolph Lundgren. So she runs to him and starts making out with him. But then the principal shows up. And she's like... Strike three! She might think... That that is just a lame joke to end the film on. Because that's where the film ends. But not me! I think that it's more tying up a loose end. Because if they just ended there, you would think well, what now? Does Dolph give up his life as an FBI agent and stays with being a kindergarten teacher? And the answer is, well, he can't. Because Strike 3, he's fired, so he has no jo- no choice but to go back to be an FBI agent. So kudos screenwriter for just tying up that loose end. And I no longer have to worry. And if there ever is a Kindergarten Cop 3, um... Dear Lord, save us if that ever happens. We'll see. In 20 years, will there be a Kindergarten Cop 3? Then again, in 20 years, will there be a world left to make and watch Kindergarten Cop 3? Yeah, so... I mean, I guess it could have been worse. I mean, it's Dolf Lundgren. Like, I'm just happy he gets work. Like, I feel like people always complain about the economy... But my view is as long as Dolph Lundgren is getting work, our economy is fine. Of course, this is like seven years ago. So who knows? Maybe it's not so fine anymore. Is Dolph Lundgren currently getting work? That's something that all of you uh, Wikipedia-ers out there. Um, Yeah, so you know the drill if you've listened before. And if not... Velvet Al at Hotmail.com with any comments, um, any ideas you want for films to be done. I have done viewer requests from people who don't actually listen. They just know me and said I should do them. Uh, do their request of movie, not do them, do them, as in fuck them. That request has not been made yet. Um, really? I will read your email online if you... Read your email online. (laughs) In a future podcast if you write... You know what? I'm just going to start reading like junk email I get. Since no one seems to write me, I'm very sad. So, velvetal at hotmail.com or leave a comment if you're doing this through YouTube um, or I don't know if any of the other places allow comments. Go ahead. Uh, If it's somewhere else, I might not read it because I don't know that it's possible to get comments on the other places but email or leave a comment Um, I will try to have another Velvet Owl Watches movie so you don't have to in two weeks so hopefully I'm going to try to stick to that every other week schedule also try to check out Yes I Am Staring at Your Boobs the podcast which hopefully will be up and running soon, if not already by the time you listen to this. Because, I don't know, you might be listening to this like five years from now. Which is... I hope so. I hope in five years' time, people are still listening. In five years, people care enough about Kindergarten Cop 2 to learn about it, but not enough to actually watch it themselves. So... Once again, I've returned to doing these podcasts and I still have no idea how to do a sign-off. So, peace, yo! Wait, I totally forgot a loose end there. The hot Russian chick at the beginning that Dolph fell in love with, or at least developed feelings for. She's coming back into town to testify at this trial. And, I mean, Bill Bellamy went to make a point of the fact that once he sees her again, Dolph, it's going to stir feelings up in Dolph. So what's going to happen when he does see her again, when she comes back to testify? How is this going to affect Dolph and the hot teacher? Is he going to try to go for a threesome? Knowing Dolph? Probably. That's the... Damn it, writers. You know, you tied up one loose end perfectly and left this other one dangling. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe this is what happens when you mix chicken wing hot sauce with hand sanitizer. But it's not a Tuma.